Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. She'll even tell you how to get your kids to help out. Wait, what? Your health challenge, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it. You Hi, it's Jen. A week ago, I had a stroke. You heard that right. And no, I'm not that old, but I am that stressed. A few weeks ago, I started working on my book, The Sip Mom's Guide. I thought I'd get it out, tweak it a little bit, add a few more things, and then republish it. You know what I realized? It's a good book. In fact, there's some amazing things in there about how to de-stress and ditch the guilt. So when I opened it up, I realized, dang, I wish I'd been taking my own advice. I wrote that book in 2017, and then I just put it on my shelf. The past few years have been hard. Okay, hard is an understatement. I know it's not just me. Your life has been hard too. Your life has been difficult in ways you never could have imagined four or five years ago. And sure, there's been some great things too. I mean, I get my groceries delivered now and I really didn't think I'd be doing that. My husband and younger children and I have grown closer and that's been amazing. But as you know, a lot of other things have been difficult. And instead of reaching out to friends or practicing the self-care that I preach, or for crying out loud, instead of reading my own book, I just kept marching into the stress head on, literally. Eight days, I told my husband, Dave, that the stress was getting overwhelming, and I I didn't know how I was going to take much more. And he was wonderful. He had me rest. He made me dinner. He made me comfortable so that I could get a great night's sleep. And the next day, I woke up feeling like myself again. I felt loved and heard and cared for. I felt like together we could take on anything. So we decided to go out and have a date, just the two of us. But before that, my son had a doctor's appointment and it was a great one. They told us they can finally help him. My poor baby boy has had stomach pain for four years now and we finally found a doctor that could help. So I should have been better, right? Less stress? That's what I thought until we went to leave the doctor's office. And my stomach hurt. It suddenly hurt, like the stomach flu, out of nowhere, like knives. So I went into the bathroom, as one does, assuming that would help. And by the time I came out, a very short time later, I was having a hard time with my vision. I couldn't see quite right. So I told my husband we weren't going to be able to have that date. My body had other plans. We had one errand we had to do, and that was drop medical records off at Dave's doctor, and it was on the way home. So we drove the five minutes to the office, Dave ran in, and by the time he ran out, it was time to go to the emergency room, which thankfully was right down the block. My head hurt, and I couldn't swallow very well. And in the ER waiting room, I started to lose some of my words. Within a couple hours, I could only say one word at a time. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but I really like to talk. And it's part of the reason I have a podcast, actually. In fact, that's the one word I kept saying. Podcast, podcast, podcast. That and the word brain, 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 brain. (laughs) Those were the things I wanted. The use of my brain and to continue my podcast. As I sat there in the emergency room, those are the things I was thinking When I had first gotten to the ER, they didn't realize my symptoms were signs of a stroke. And by the time they did realize it, there wasn't much time left to give me the medicine. 
Stroke medicine has to be given within a certain window. So three or four and a half hours, depending on the patient. And thank God I was a four and a half hour patient. My symptoms technically started at three. It was 7.15. There were 15 minutes left in the window to give me the medicine, or I might be stuck forever saying one word. And as I said at the end, that word was podcast. My husband turned to the doctor and said, she has a podcast and she has to talk. We're willing to take the risk. Just give her the medicine. Now, you might be saying to yourself, is a podcast worth the risk of that medicine? Well, it is to me. I don't know if you've ever been trapped in your own mind without being able to fully put together thoughts or communicate words, but it was terrifying. I was terrified. And I felt like the odds were in my favor. There's a 94% chance that that medicine was going to heal me and a 6% chance it would make my brain bleed out and possibly kill me. But as you can see, I am part of the 94%. And within an hour of having that medicine, I could say sentences with a few words. It was the most amazing miracle I've ever experienced. They did a brain scan the next day and they found out that I had no brain damage at all. I attribute that miracle to the fact that everyone that knows me was praying. The doctors attribute it to the fact that I didn't actually have a full-blown stroke, but a a TIA, a mini stroke. As you can see, it's still affecting my words a little bit, but if I try to edit every little thing out, I'm going to be here all night. So you're going to just kind of hear how it's affected me. And hopefully this gets better, right? I'm sure that it's going to. But anyway, either way, I'm happy because I have my brain today and I have my podcast. But beyond that, of course, is that I communicating with my family, my friends, and that I can still go on living relatively similarly to the way I did before. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm lucky I had a TIA last week. A TIA is a transient ischemic attack and it it means a mini stroke and it's a precursor to having a big stroke, just so you know. I don't want to just throw things out there and not explain it. But the reason I'm glad is that my stress had to stop. Everything that was not absolutely necessary has had to stop. For me, that means eating, bathing, and educating my kids. Everything else that I had thought was important, like picking up my bedroom, wiping down the sink, making sure that laundry bucket is empty. Another thing that I thought was important was that I was supposed to lead a 14-hour retreat last Saturday. I was going to be the person that did the majority of the speaking. I'd worked on it for six months, and I was thrilled to be doing it. But I didn't do it at all. Other people had to fill in at the last minute because I was still in a hospital bed. So my question for you is, what is it that you could lose out on? Are you so stressed that you could have a stroke? Think that you're too young? One of my first interviews was with Shu Halegra. She was 33. I'm not trying to scare you. And if you're a kid listening to this, don't be scared for your parents. But work with them to reduce everyone's stress. And all of you, don't let those little things put you in the hospital because you are more important than anything that you're stressing about. And honestly, as long as you're all safe, everything else can wait. I love you and I love your children too. 
And I want you to take care of yourself. My challenge for you this week is to let something go. Let 10 things go if you can, but at least let one thing go. What's that something that's stressing you out that wouldn't matter at all if you just let it go? It's time to do it. Now, I'm not advocating fluffy self-hair, see, this is my words, fluffy self-care or two-hour-long bubble baths every evening. I'm advocating for your sanity, for your heart and your brain, for the messages that you're sending to your children when the things that you're supposed to be having fun doing just make you want to scream. That means it's too stressful. Let it go. Reach out to me and let me know how you're going to take care of yourself this week. Jen at hardymom.com. And I'll email you back and I'm going to let you know how I'm doing. It's a journey and we're in it together. Also, go to stroke.org and learn the signs and symptoms of a stroke so that you can be prepared. I'll have a link in the show notes and at hardymom.com. Take care of yourself. And I look forward to talking to you next week. The Hardy Mom Podcast. Yeah, I'm here for you. Tips and tricks here that will help you. There's advice from experts and interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So premenopausal or postpartum. Ages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too. With a hearty mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you.